friends, family, and followers. My name is Angela. My name is Pam. And my name is Edwin. And you're listening to episode 70 of Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks. Awesome. Thanks, thanks everybody again for joining us again. Uh, we, we love to know that you're listening and yeah, it just makes us happy. Uh, anyway, Pam? Yeah? I know you're, <laughs> I know you're remote, but I, I, are you feeling okay? <laughs> I am. I am. I am feeling better. Better, I should say. Um, I'm just recovering from a very tough cold. Let's just say that this year hasn't been very good for my health <laughs> so far. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. So I began. We began. I began the year with COVID, and and just this uh, beginning of this month, I started off with a very very bad cold. I tested. It's negative for COVID, negative for strep, and all that. It was just very nasty. Oh, and no. what have you been doing to keep occupied while you recover? Oh, I go to the doctor, and when I say doctor, I mean Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because uh, yeah, uh, nice segue, right? Um, <laughs> so I, 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 I forgot that HBO. HBO Max has like all the Doctor Who, the new Doctor Who. Um, the new. So one. I was like, yeah, all the new ones, and I forgot. Like, like I think I stopped with Peter Capaldi, the one the uh, the season before. You know, it it he uh, the Doctor changed to the female Doctor. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's where I, I kind of stopped, and then I just stopped watching Doctor Who because. At the time, that was when Amazon, like, it got pulled from Amazon Prime, which is what we usually we, use. Yep. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess it's lost forever unless I do, like, BritBox or some other s- streaming service happens to pick it up. And I forgot that I have HBO, and I was so, I was just bored, and I was like, okay, what should I watch since I'm home with a cold? Um, so I was like, oh, yeah. Doctor Who. So I begin. I'm beginning like way in the beginning. So you Christopher Eccleston. So the Christopher Eccleston time. The yeah. One year. Yeah. With Amy. I forgot. I forgot how like very subpar the the uh the graphics were. <laughs> Whoa! Wait a minute. Subpar. No, 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 no. no. It, in in Christopher Eccleston's season, they that had a. They had a severely limited budget to start off with. Yeah, but if you if you're comparing if you're comparing, no, no, to I mean, come on, you cannot. Edwin, Edwin, the old Doctor Who with the cutouts. Yeah, and the plunger. They didn't have the technology, (laughs) but no, they've got the technology. I'm comparing it to now. Yeah, you know, all our video game pizzazz or whatever. Edwin, do you remember that first Eccleston episode? Yeah, with the with the face of Bo and the no, last no, 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 no. human, the very very first one, the, the one with the, the mannequins, with, with the mannequins and the living. Oh, that's right, because that was the second. Yeah, that was the second episode with the with the face of Bo. Yeah, the where where that scene where with the trash can and the stretching. Yep. That mm, the CG in that need, is. I need to go back to see because the thing is, when I think of like subpar Doctor Who, I think of like no, no, no. of like. The unicorn cardboard cutouts and the trash cans with a plunger arm. 
No, that's yeah. They were working. I'm comparing up with a, it to now. Yeah. yeah. See, even even for right now, even having a severely limited budget, yeah. if you're if you're putting in CG at all, you're spending a yeah, I ton of money on that CG yeah, I know. to get it believable. And this one, they had a severe budget for that too, so it it was not as good as it could have been. So, like, if they were to go and and re-edit it and remaster it, the the CG would be a lot better. But they're not going to because that's that's also yeah. You'll also you'll you end have up- also, you have to remember that was when they were trying to reintroduce Doctor Who yep. to a new generation. Yeah. But they didn't know if it would fly or not. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it flew. You, you don't so, want to do. You don't want to do a George Lucas. Let's remaster the original because people yeah. hated that. No, but yeah, that that first season they had a severely limited budget, so yeah. they were working with what they could get their hands Gosh, on. I just don't I guess I'm gonna have to look back because the yeah, thing is, I, guess, I just don't remember it being subpar. No, the the first season that CG that they included was subpar. The story was great. The characters are great. Yeah. See, in, com- in comparison to today's, like, the shows now. Yeah. Like, and I I get that that. That's like almost ten years ago now. It's gotta be more than ten years yeah, ago. But, oh, I don't remember. But, but so, yeah. in comparison to other shows that were using CG on a regular basis at the same time, yep. it is so subpar. I need but, to see it again. I really. But you need know, to see it again. but another thing that caught my eye are like roses, like fashion. Oh, rose. <laughs> oh. I almost like bell, like flares. Yeah. Are those flare pants that she's Is it that wearing? long ago? Like flares is like what, like early two thousands? Dude, that was like late nineties. Like when I was in school. Yeah. And that was eons ago. <laughs> like I just remember like gosh, it must have been that long ago when, when Doctor Who when the new one came out. But I'm I'm not quite sure. Like, yeah, just same with you, Pam. Like I kinda stopped watching it till after the till um when Peter Capaldi Yeah. Doctor Who when it got pulled. And it has nothing to do with who was the doctor. No. I personally, you know, I, I like yeah. Peter Capaldi. Each each doctor brings his own yeah. flair. Yeah. Not everyone likes every doctor. Um, when you... But, um, but it was, for me, it was like a, an, an availability. Yeah. Uh, an availability. Exactly. Yeah. That's the... When you make it hard to watch the show, people tend to stop watching the show. Yeah. Which so. sucks because, you know, it's unlike, you know, you pay for something and you expect it to yeah. be there in your library. And then when they just stop, it's just. But that was my, that's one of my biggest gripes about streaming is that they, it's like playing like a deck of cards, like, like, like playing a, a card game. Like who's going to have what card like in the next round. And then you're sort of like trying to figure out where certain shows that you like are going to end up. Like yeah. how many times has Seinfeld been, been changing in hands? How many times friends has got to be changed? What? Like three times already. The office changed a couple of times before it landed on Peacock. Peacock. I mean, <laughs> that's uh, yeah. You know, I suppose. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. I mean, I am slowly feeling better. Uh, 
That's but good. I hope you guys. I hope you guys are doing something much more adventurous. Oh, oh. talk about adventure, Edwin. T- your adventure. <laughs> <laughs> this last week. Oh yeah, I got into a. I got into a complete remodel of not the house but the fish tank, and I don't know if anybody's know. I don't know if I've talked about this in past in past episodes, but I've been doing fish keeping for geez since I was a teenager, <laughs> even younger. I mean, my brothers and I used to have a like a thirty-seven gallon tank, and I sort of inherited that tank. So I sort of kept on the fish keeping thing until that tank cracked the last time we moved. Like yep. it, it just just cracked. I don't know how that happened, but um, I, so I, we had I like a it, lot of fish. Yeah, I, I think something bumped it while we were trying to move it. Probably, but we had a lot of fish that were left over just because we were just doing a move. And I didn't want to, I felt bad that that uh they were in buckets they were in buckets so that very day i run over to like petco or petsmore and like i bought a tank and i was thinking about buying like the same size tank but then they had this huge sale on tanks and i ended up buying like a 75 gallon tank and (laughs) stan and then um you know fast forward several years later the um like this, the tank was okay. It was good. It was seasoned and all that stuff that fish keepers do, right? But like, I kind of wanted to make it a little bit more interesting. So you started buying like plants. Yep. I, and I started getting I started getting plants for the tank. Yeah, and then I never uh-huh. really kept plants like like aquatic plants, right? Because we were, we always keeping cichlids for like the longest times. And if you fish keep before, cichlids love to eat plants. <laughs> so that's why I never really kept plants. But now we have community fish and like 50 they, plus fish in that tank now. Yeah, oh, wow. Just itty bitty fish, but yeah. Yeah. With all sorts of varieties. And so I, I, I was for the so last week or was like maybe a week before that too. Yeah, we like completely it. I put all the fish in a in a in in buckets, completely drained the tank, redid the substrates or the gravel that you see in the on the bottom of a tank, completely redid that to aqua soil. We went and bought more plants, right? And did a complete aquascape. Did a complete aquascape on it. And we had a canister filter going, and I, did, I decided to pull the trigger on a CO2 system. And so this has now become a very high-tech tank. It went from low-tech to high-tech in, in two weeks. And, uh, and we had a huge pleco in there. We, we had a huge pleco. <laughs> I named that pleco my lawyer. He got yes. to be about... 10 to 12 inch, about a foot foot long. Yeah. Wow. Well, we had to fire my lawyer. Yeah. He, after, he was making a mess. Well, after years and years <laughs> of never once showing any inclination to to move around the substrate, because he's, he's strong enough that he could easily move around regular gravel. Yep. After years and years of 
not even showing any signs of interest of rearranging things, we changed the substrate and he suddenly decided that he's a digger. So... He dug all the plants up. Yep. He at kept, least once. It, yep. He's, he's <laughs> dug all the plants up at least once. Uh, and we were... We were looking to uh, add some more... Add, add some more fish to the tank. So we were at a shop to look at fish and they're like oh yeah the plecos once they stop eating the algae they start looking for other things to eat including fish yeah and <laughs> um so it's like you know what we know that we want to get a bigger tank but we're not going to be able to get a bigger tank in time for to to protect the other fish from this yeah. giant pleco that we've got we would have to get a big tank. Like we're talking about what, 125 gal? Yeah, 125 and and put more aggressive fish in it. Yeah, which we're we're not prepared to commit to that yet. Yeah, and I just I just can't... spent I just spent money on on an aquascape planted aquarium. Yeah, <laughs> so and like we, it would take a while for us to save up enough. Yeah. to set one of those up. So it's like, well, as as much as I hate to do it, we've got to. We've got to sell my lawyer. Yeah. So, so I went, yeah. So we caught my lawyer using a spaghetti strainer and, a, <laughs> <laughs> and several other household items. And I trekked it down to my favorite, my favorite aquarium shop that's been there forever. And sea I was level. so afraid. Sea level. Yep. Sea level in Minnetonka. Yep. Sea level. Not sponsored. <laughs> we just not a we sponsor just, of the show. We just like sea level and um, uh, the guys there. I've been I've been going them since I started um, fish keeping and the aquarium hobby, and they've been there forever. They almost closed during the COVID, and I was so glad that they did not close because those guys know what they're doing. Yeah, over there. So, um. They, even though even though they're like a half an hour away from us now, like I was trekking that that pleco in the bucket in the car it, all the way down there. Yeah, they're they're good. We trust them yeah. with, with our fish stuff. So but you said that they were impressed with the size and, and the fact that they did not he did not start eating the other fish. Yeah, he did not start eating the other fish. I, I, they were surprised at that. Yeah, because when they're that size, they'll tend to eat the plants and the and other fish. So it was a good thing that we did what we did. You know, now it's going to go off to a better home with cichlids. With cichlids, <laughs> and um, but then in exchange, I also got like hill stream loaches, which are which are like the most like alien fish I've ever seen in my life. I did get pictures, <laughs> and we got Thanks. like albino plecos, which are the ones that don't grow Al up to albino be albino bristlenose plecos. Yeah, to be specific, albino bristlenose plecos, which don't grow up to be. A foot to two feet long. They'll, they'll, so, <laughs> they'll only get to be like four inches. Yeah, maybe. four inches, which is manageable. So it was it's a, it was an adventure. It was quite spendy, but I wanted to do it right because like one of the things I know about plants, because I garden, right? <laughs> Three things that it needs, light, nutrients, and CO2. And if you don't have one of those things, then you're going to be in the world of hurt. Yeah. And so you've got to do it. You got to do it right. So I, I'm just, I just took a look at your Instagram, yeah. DIY Edwin. 
And it's that thing looks huge. It's big. <laughs> oh, you took you put us to the picture of the the pleco. Did the pleco make it in there? It's whatever filtration. I think it's the filtration system. Yeah, the oh. filtration system. There's a CO2 canister in yeah, there. Why don't, yeah, yeah, why don't a you take pictures of, of the plants? Yeah. Yeah. We'll probably. Pam- well, Angela's got pictures. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got pictures. Okay, okay. I, I will so, send you pictures, Pam, for, like, the, for the Instagram. There's. there's nice. Yeah, there's hill, you'll see what a Hillstream wash looks like. It, it looks very alien. It looks like it came from, from a different world. <laughs> from Doctor Who. Yeah. It could be a Doctor Who character. Like, I would imagine, like, a Doctor Who character would look like a Hillstream wash. Um, so, yeah, so that was cool. my adventure. It's good now. It is fully cycled plant aquarium all the fish are all happy ever since we pulled out my lawyer in there they've been schooling better yeah so the behavior of the fish has completely changed completely changed so good so it's nice it's it's good and um hopefully i don't have to do as many water changes because of those plants which is one of the biggest benefits of having a planted aquarium easy care Mm -hmm. just as long as you just as long as you do your you know your checks yep yeah so <laughs> but speaking of so, plants <laughs> yeah angela how's you said you bought plants too yeah we've, we're starting to get the gardens ready and put more put more plants in the the flower beds so we went we went did some shopping for plants while while we were out you know looking at aquarium stuff too so we got some decorative plants and i got those in the ground i'm pretty excited about it um, Ooh. Yeah, so I was working on planting those while Edwin was out selling my lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, we sold out our lawyer. <laughs> I sold out the lawyer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we, I got, we've got a bed with peonies in it, which we thought we lost half. Oh two of yeah, them. we we have. We have a mess of peonies in there, and when I was checking a couple of weeks ago to see what was growing back, to kind of get an idea of what I needed to get and what I needed to plant, I thought two of the peonies had died during the winter, and I went out there yesterday before we went shopping and discovered that these peonies that were that I thought were dead had started to sprout, and one of them, one of the ones that I thought was dead, just had an explosion of growth, so... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the plants. I got some, uh, clematis, I uh, got some tick seed, some columbine, and these dark purple plants that I can't remember what they're called, but so they're okay. leafy. <laughs> yeah, I still have, um, hopefully I can do it. I want to do it today, but, um, uh, it was raining this morning, but, um, got some in Minnesota, we sort of skipped spring and went directly this summer. Um, so trying to plant the garden when it was still like 30 degrees outside isn't happening, but all of a sudden this week it went to 70 and 80. (laughs) So I'm kind of like, so I'm like in a hurry right now and trying to get the, the starter vegetables in the garden because it, because well, Plants need to grow in order for us to have vegetables. Have vegetables in it. So yeah. But other thing that I've been up to, I've I found uh, this. Uh, I was introduced to this website called Ravelry, 
which has a bunch of knitting and crochet projects. And I have discovered what's called Amigurumi. What is that? Now what is that? It's basically crocheted stuffed animals. Uh oh. <laughs> they are adorable. Uh oh. I want them so bad. So have you started on one? I have not. Oh. But I have <laughs> You have like a shawl you're working on. I have I have a shawl I'm working on, which I found on oh, my yeah, website. That's right. Uh but um I went searching through the website and I have saved in my account about seven different octopus patterns. <laughs> of course they would be octopus. Of course they'd be because Angela likes batters. octopus. Octopi? <laughs> Octopodes? Uh, there, yeah, so there you I'm, go. But yeah, I've got I've got some saved that a bunch of oct octopus ones saved. Um, one is supposed to be like about the uh, about the size of my thumb when it's done. Oh, um, oh, cute! I also have <laughs> some saved that are unicorns <laughs> and and some other animals, but they they're just too adorable. Uh, yeah, I I did not even realize that was a thing until I until I started looking at crochet patterns, and cool. just, they're just adorable. I want to well, make them. Well, another somewhere. another crafting project for Angela. Yep, and you just know that at some point I'm gonna make one of those and I'm gonna bling it out with. <laughs> with oh boy! With with with, with the rhinestones. <laughs> oh bother! <laughs> yeah. It, you won't be able to stop it. <laughs> Jeez. That's, so that's what this. I was like, I'm looking at like the list here. I'm like, what the heck is Amigurumi? Is that like a new video game? I, Amigurumi. <laughs> is that like a new like Vocaloid game? Nope. It's, it's, it's <laughs> no, no, because you didn't hear it from me. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's like um a portmanteau portmanteau of of animals like amigo. Oh. Like friend, yeah, and I'm not sure what gurumi means, but it's I think it's like <laughs> something I like in a Japanese or, restaurant. It's it's either <laughs> it's either craft or yarn or soft or something mm. like that. But mm. yeah, interesting. Well, now I know, and no one's half the mm. battle. Now you know it's a thing that exists. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now it's something that I am expecting to see Angela <laughs> start. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I've, sure. I've got plenty of yarn that came from places <laughs> and I I need ways to use it up. So <laughs> <laughs> keep keep yourself busy. Yep, yeah. I will keep myself busy. Okay, so, moving on. Yes, there's something else I've been looking at recently and I've got a I I need to ask a question about it. So is that really a thing? Hey, what you mean by that? Yeah. So what's your question? Okay. So I've been watching I've been watching um these YouTube shorts and you know people you know steal the TikTok, the TikTok videos and YouTube. put them on there. Yep. Yeah. And I've noticed something that happens a lot in these short videos. There's these copycat videos where one person does a thing and multiple people do it exactly the same way. What? I need. I need an example because is I don't that think I've like seen a this. trend? Isn't that like well, what this, a trend is? Or well, see, there's, or what there's, is it? 
there's the trends and then there's the copycat videos. The trends are where someone does a certain thing and then other people do the same thing to see if they can do it. Or okay. or is- kind of repeat it but in a different way. This is the copycat videos are when one person makes a video and another person tries to recreate it exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Like there was one uh it had this song and it, it I've seen it used as a trend where it's like a person and the person going to inherit whatever that title is and they just kind of duck out of the video and at the same time the 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 other side ducks from their their uh video into that So it's like a split screen? Yeah, it's a split screen. So it's the same person, but in one screen they're the they're the lead, and then uh, in, in the next screen they're kind of the follow up. So at the same time they just kind of duck from their frame into the next frame. So the person who was the lead ducks out, and then another one ducks in as the as the follow up. And they just I have to see this because I've never. Okay. I guess I don't spend yeah. that much too much time like on TikTok or yeah. If YouTube. I if I can find if I can find that particular one, I will. But it's like the the one where where it's a trend is like there's one like um, stopping a a cycle, and that because at the very end of that particular one, the one who's at the who's at the back ducks into the one, and there's no one behind them, and I as like breaking this. the cycle. Have you seen something like like that, Pam? You spent some no. time, quite some time on TikTok. I am in the wrong side of TikTok, or or but the this, right side, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, this but. this one, <laughs> this one is, this one is a YouTube short, I think. But see, I saw that I saw one of those, and it was um, it it was basically portraying it as the cycle of corrupt corrupt royalty, and breaking that cycle. And I saw, I saw one, and then I saw another who is basically doing the exact same thing with the exact same props and the exact same costuming. Well, not exact, but they were trying to get exact. But they were, it was basically duplicating exactly what the other person had done. And like hairstyles and everything. So I'm wondering, what is up with these copycat videos? Why? What's the I purpose? I don't know because the thing is, is that I have never um, seen one. My my only guess, I I don't I'm not familiar with these copycat videos, but to me, it's it's the same as every trend. It's the thing that you it's it, you do it just for the sake of proving to yourself that you could do it. Yeah, I just. It, well, because it's like, because with every TikTok, because usually someone will have an original video and then they could like create the audio as kind of like a sound. Mm-hmm. And in that place, other people can use that sound and do their thing. It, it could be something the same or similar to what you did in the original video with their own flair. Um, why? <sighs> Yeah. For the attention and yeah. for the f- for the fact that you could do it, it's gotta be that. I mean, that, what does anybody do with 
with <laughs> with these TikTok and and YouTube shorts. I mean, people are getting famous out of out of these things. Yes, you know, like yeah, it just <laughs> it frustrates me because you see you see these copycat ones. It's like, well, who did it first? And yeah, they, they don't they don't show the upload dates on them. So I would yeah, I I am more concerned about if. If you were to do a video and someone were to copycat that, whether if you're intended to be copycatted or not. Oh, you're talking about lawsuits? Would <laughs> off. Yeah. Especially, especially if it deals with music. Yeah. And it deals with your own music too. That's the reason why. Um, well, a lot of a lot of musicians turn to TikTok because that's another way for them to be discovered. Yeah, but also at the same time, it's also a way to be exploited. Yeah, because I there there was one um, during the um, the uh, Grace Kelly harmonizing self harmonizing one. Um, I was also watching. I saw some of those compiled into a video, and I saw them like, okay, well that's kind of neat. Watched another one, and someone had recycled the the audio of someone else doing it and lip synced to it. It's like, oh, I yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. You know how we talk about like the internet is sort of like the wild west, you know, yeah, really new. Yeah. this is like the next, just, just, just the next level of it. Like TikTok, and you know, is a good, good. I think it's a good example of like, the wild was it can pretty much do anything on tiktok at this point yeah you know i'll be at some I limits have, but <laughs> that's I, I was about to say i i have my thoughts on the very very bad side of tiktok and i'm not gonna bring it up um <laughs> but majority of the people the reason why they do certain stuff like tiktok or instagram or facebook or whatever is just for attention it's attention but the thing is though people need to really be careful with oh. their content because the internet is forever well that too and how many times have we ever seen i mean what was it just quite recently some guy in wisconsin tried to do a tried to do a tiktok video and died oh yikes i hadn't heard about that it was like that uh, i forgot what it's called but it's like using like high voltage like electrical currents through like wood by using like like alcohol or something like that to create these sort of like lightning or like like webbed out like designs uh, yeah, on wood the, the uh what are they uh lichtenberg pattern or lichtenberg, something yeah lichtenberg figure the one that like if someone gets struck by lightning they they have these part, very distinct scars on their body after that yeah. yeah, and they're trying to burn that into work. Yeah, someone electrocuted it, themselves doing something it, like that. In I mean, it's not just TikTok. I know. I remember that one YouTube user. I forgot his name, but he went to that that Japanese forest that was well known for. Oh, what's his face? That. Yeah, and he. Uh, I think he just he said something very. Uh, very disrespectful. Dumb. Yeah. And he got roasted. Oh yeah, on the internet for it, and I was like, "Well, yeah, yeah. don't say stuff like that." Yeah. So I I don't know for copycat videos. I I I've never seen the ones that you're talking about on TikTok on my TikTok at least. Yeah, it's just 
We're about we're about as confused as you are, unfortunately, Pam, Angela. Pam Pam uh. Pam curates her TikTok very fine. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! The only the only if you ever find she me on TikTok, swipes left or whatever the heck it is. I just I just I use it I used it to like test out the filters, and then post my very like very weird uh, shower curtains. But other than that, I mean, my TikTok is really silly the only thing i remember about tiktok there's a lot of dancing going on in tiktok yeah people I don't, doing I don't some, some just dances and albeit you know what that's like the i remember last time i was in the philippines and tiktok was already a thing right yeah i don't know how many times i had like someone hey let's do a tiktok video let's do a dance i'm like heck no what is TikTok? <laughs> I mean, if you, I mean, if you think about it, it is basically the modernized, very short version of home videos. It is. I mean, and it's supposed to be fun and yeah. and whatever, but Aww. yeah, there are some, there are just some trends that I'm like, what's the point? What's the point of this? Probably there is no point. Yeah. Probably that's the point. I would have to watch. <laughs> there I need to no. watch a. I need to watch a copycat video just to figure out what the heck this is. Um. However, if any of our listeners have any insights to this copycat thing, please email us at at dungeondiners at gmail.com or just drop us a line because we'd like to know what's going on. Help me understand. I, I, I just feel like I just can't even <laughs> I mean, I hate to sound like an old man, but it's like back in my day <laughs> you know, we didn't copy people or whatever. But <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, so uh, there is something else that that's going on. Edwin, I okay. Was it? I'm not sure if you put this on the list or 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 what. It's definitely the, not me. Okay. Well, in any case, well then, Pam, you and I need to shut up and listen. That is the purpose of this meeting, ladies and gentlemen, for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law such compulsory education. So I. I ran into this um, I in one of my news feeds, and I was I was a little taken aback by this, but um, I, uh, it's just fair warning: we are going to dip a little close to politics. A little close to politics here, uh, but it's not this politics of it, but just the fact that like certain groups are taking advantage of of game like game culture to their own political thing, you know is according to this came out of axios and according to according to this article by peter allen clark this was back in april of 27 2022 um it reads experts warn about rising extremism extremism i don't know if i'm saying that extremism extremism in gaming so apparently in this in this era calls as far right extremists are growing are growing presence in gaming researchers have found while the industry's hidden met, while the industry's hidden metrics, lackluster content moderation, and head in the sand attitudes get the way of assessing and combating this problem. So, game gaming communities, and there's a there's a bunch of them, right? There's like a lot of Twitch streamers, right. you know, they have their own like sort of like small communities, you know, right. Reddit, Reddit, uh, you know, has a lot of gaming communities, even the MMOs. 
right? Right. Like even Final Fantasy fourteen, the one that I play, has a, a big gaming community. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of people who are like not playing Elden Ring that has a big gaming community that's going on. So the game, the, in general, apparently what's happening is that a lot of far right, according to this, right? Or just, you know, extremist groups use these platforms to recruit other people. Oh, no. So, um... I mean, uh, it says here, gaming and, a, and game-adjacent platforms have grown into some of the largest entertainment industries in the world, leading to a massive oppor- to massive opportunities for recruitment and organizing by extremist groups. So in the December 2021 report uh, from the Extremism and Gaming Research Network, EGRN, found that innovative efforts to prevent and counter violent extremism in gaming spaces are nearly undetectable. So it's, I mean, what this is like, I mean, you know, I play, you know, I talk to people, something like on discord or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, and talk about stuff, but I don't know how I would feel about people like, you know, like start to talk about politics for that matter. That reminds me of a time when I was playing Aeon. You guys remember Aeon? Oh yeah, I played Aeon. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this was when I started to just distance myself from Aeon altogether. Um, I was playing and you know how on the lower left screen it's the general chat? Yeah. Whoever. Usually it's people looking for groups or asking how the game works, which is fine. This one particular day, people were talking about like US politics specifically. And it, and that was all, it was all like, it was like 75, 80% of political talk while the other remaining percentage were people, you know, normal players. Yeah. And it finally, I was like, I was in no mood. I was like, I finally (laughs) wrote saying, if you guys want to discuss politics, why don't you do, why don't you take it off the game? Because usually people play the game for the game. For the game. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I have no issue with you talking about politics in general, but when I go to a game and I'm trying to look for a group and yeah. it's just flooded with all this political talk, I'm done. That's annoying. <laughs> and a lot of people were like, well, this is a general chat. That means we could talk about what you want. And I'm like, no, take it off. Take it off of the game. I I, am not interested in it. And unfortunately, since it was general chat, there was no way that I could like silence it or block them. Mm hmm. Unless, yeah. unless there was a patch, to the game. I, I, it's been a while since I, since I played any MMO RPG games. But I could, I can, I can understand how people try to use a certain, like a MMO RPG, just to like start off a casual conversation, and then turn it into the whole serious political talk, and then you all of a sudden, all of a sudden you just you find yourself joining some community so i could see that happening but it's just so interesting on how it started off with games yeah i mean the biggest ones right now according to this um i mean the ones that are more prevalent is, you know it can't you know call of duty even roblox roblox everything, everything it's it's a it's a it's a kid's game like that's, <laughs> that's disgusting you know and um 
what was it? Fifty-three percent of pure. Where was that set? I saw. Um, uh, I saw a stat here that was a little disconcerting. <clears throat> yeah, here. 2019 report from the Anti-Defamation League found that 53% of online multiplayer game, multiplayer game players who experience harassment believe they were targeted because of their race, ethnicity, religion, ability, gender, or sexual orientation. You know. <laughs> That's, that is disturbing. It's, it's Yeah, I mean, it's, it is, uh, it's a little disheartening, you know, because some people get away from politics... The way to get away from politics in the real world is to go game, you know. And now it's just upsetting that even There's you sort, can't escape it. Yeah, you're enc <laughs> they're encroaching. I mean, I one of the things that I really appreciate with like Final Fantasy fourteen is that they police that thing. Like they and don't they, they police the chat hardcore. They police the chat yeah. hardcore, and then they also police like the economy hardcore, like a lot of things. That's why the reason why Final Fantasy fourteen is you know taken off. Yep. Is because they, it's not messed up nearly as much as something like World of Warcraft or something like that. Where it's really AI toxic. Was really bad. Yeah. I mean, the whole like. I mean, you can tell again. I think I said this before in this pet in this in this podcast is that you can tell the people who you came from World of Warcraft and mm -hmm. they're playing Final Fantasy fourteen. Because they're bringing their entire attitudes and culture into Final Fantasy fourteen, they get shut down. Like, they, you know, we don't play that way. <laughs> we don't play that way. You know, the whole get good mentality—it really doesn't exist in Final Fantasy fourteen. And and a lot of that is, you know, like, you know, like a lot of that, a lot of that culture that comes from other games, you know, including the politics, including like like the you know, ability and all this stuff right mm -hmm. it doesn't really i mean if someone said someone to a person in a novice in the novice forms say get good he'd be banned yep. real quick <laughs> and so i do appreciate that for final fantasy 14 um but things like i mean it doesn't surprise me that like call of duty is here like shooter games yeah I mean, <laughs> I mean, the everybody's super aggro already. Well, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. I mean, I remember seeing a, uh, a documentary that even you know the Department of Defense, the U.S. Army uses Call of Duty as a recruitment tool. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> you grief. know, I mean, it's <laughs> it's a it's a thing, right? Yeah, gaming. It's it's. I just I just don't like it that a lot of the well, stuff that I'm trying to escape or is encroaching. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's just it's a shame because usually games are a very great way to con as as the article says it's a great way to connect it is. to people who you know you like this game cool let's talk while we shoot up some zombies or something like that I don't know and there are some people that I know had that have made you know quality mm. friendships yeah. It's maybe online, but you know, it's, you know, to me, it's still a friendship. Yeah. But I'm also not surprised that, you know, those types of groups are using games <clears throat> as a way to uh, market their agenda, which we really yeah. don't need that. <laughs> no. I mean, that's why we have like... <laughs> 
Is that why we have like Facebook, Facebook and Twitter? Oh, <laughs> Twitter. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to share with that. I mean, again, this is from April 27, 2022, uh, by I Peter think, Allen Clark. Uh, experts warn about rising instruments in gaming. I think it's also so, a good reminder to those with kids. Yeah. To uh, just be mindful of you know stuff like this exists out yeah. in the world just make sure that your kid is safe yeah, yeah. And, and check in with them on on what's happening with the chats just because you know they may not know that they can talk to you about it unless you unless you bring it up yeah so it's hard and a lot of the stuff is undetectable you know so I'm, you know, caution and warning for those, you know, and don't be afraid, like, don't be afraid to get off a game, you know, or switch servers or, or do something. I'll, I'll do it even off. better yet. It's best to turn off all devices, including your cell phone. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we need that cleanse. Yeah. There's a reason why a lot of people in my, there's a lot of reason why a lot of people in my industry like to do not low tech stuff like gardening, yeah, <laughs> and fish keeping, yep, or f or food, or food, exactly. <laughs> hey, let's talk about some food. Let's talk about some food. But regardless of the style or type of restaurant, they all have one thing in common, and that is the serving of food. It's still fresh, but I'll take only what I need. They've got to last. Okay. So, Edwin, could you remind us where we went last time? We went to Marhaba Grill, which is located in the South Minneapolis, uh, I guess you call it like south yeah. of the East Street. Yeah. Yep. Which is, um, yeah, on Nicol uh, Nicolet, not Nicolet, is it Nicolet Avenue, I want to say. It's really close to Nicolette. Yeah, Nicolette Avenue. I, I, you know, when we first came to Marhava Grill, the first thing Edwin said is like, oh, it's just like the Philippines. It did <laughs> like that? Yeah. First of all, traffic was horrendous. Even in the parking lot, it felt like the Philippines. You're trying to find a parking spot any which way to go. If anybody's ever been, like, tried to park at a restaurant that's not in the mall in the Philippines, right it's it's a melee yeah. <laughs> so that's what i kind of felt and there was like cars everywhere the cars were just like sitting there parked right in front of your car right and there is a tent and there's a bunch of people and it's just like there was like this one area where you just like put a picture frame around it and I, you can swear that you were like in the middle of like davao city trying to get into a restaurant and <laughs> You know. if, if, you added, if you added a few more electrical wires. Yeah, if you add a few more electrical, like a big mesh of something that looks very not safe, electrical wires on the poles. Yeah. So I would <laughs> I would like to add, yes, they do have a parking lot, but it's not like a huge parking lot. Nah, we huge. actually recommend that you don't park. park in the parking lot yeah. unless you're very skilled behind the wheel. Yeah. I wouldn't. My husband was more brave than me. <laughs> um... Backup cameras was a very good thing that day. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> and um, so Marhaba Grill is a Mediterranean uh, kind of like a buffet. 
Mm-hmm. I, they, oh, a, I think they had a, a menu, but we chose the buffet. Uh, uh, I, I think the I option. think the menu is more for for takeout, pickup, takeout, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I will note that we did, uh, they do have uh, accommodations to those that celebrate Ramadan. Oh, yep. Do they ever? Like, the, which is you know quite nice. Yeah, yeah. they even yeah. had prayer mats outside, like for for the for the end of mm-hmm. the prayer. Yep. So yeah, I I. I'm fairly certain that the uh, the owners and almost the entire staff, I'm pretty sure they are Muslim. Yep. Um, so you know the 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 food is is authentic. Oh, <laughs> was it ever? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you walk in, the aromas. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. Like. Uh, I'm I'm pr- I'm sure the place is still pretty new, so they're probably still slowly building up their decor. Yeah, this the the floor is very very slidey, uh, <laughs> as the chairs are very slidey. Um, but and, and it was I will mind you. I mean that day wasn't even humid either. You no. actually walked in and it was a, a different atmosphere. Oh yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, it it was. It was. It was an experience. I've never actually been to a restaurant like that where a lot of the Muslim community will go out and eat there because you notice something is that as soon as sundown came in, like when it, as soon as it, be- it was, was sundown, busy. it just went from like a trickle to a flood of people. Yes, so and busy. Yeah, like and it was just like. The parking lot got even worse mm-hmm. and uh you know and people just came in and they sat down and they had like i don't know what they were but i don't know if it's like a like a muslim like sort of thing you know where or islamic sort of thing where they had like a, a tray of what was that those were dates i think dates. They were dried dates yeah dates and apparently you're supposed to take one <laughs> mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a thing. Like I, I, I think that's a Ramadan thing specifically. Ram- yeah, and and it could be that it's it's for them to eat, you know, as soon as as soon as sundown happens, um, or as soon as soon as they've said their evening prayers. Or I'm guessing it's so that the people who need to wait to get into the line, so they have some some sort of calories to intake, so they're not just perhaps yeah I don't, I, that's my guess yeah i'm not quite sure hey listeners if you're islamic or you're muslim please please educate us because i'm not sure it was just something new to us that's uh dun- dungeon diners at gmail.com and um, i'd love to get educated on this because yeah e- either either let let us know your thoughts or yeah. or if you have a resource that that you think is really accurate Point us in that direction so we know we're getting good information. Yeah. Also, the other thing is that, um, yeah, the I like any Mediterranean buffet that has all-you-can-eat baklava. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so unfortunately, um, we didn't get any names of the dishes that we, <laughs> we <laughs> yeah, the- because. They didn't have. They didn't really have labels. Yeah, no, it, I it didn't was, see a single label anywhere. Yeah, it was. It was not labeled. Um, I'm guessing mostly because their their target audience already it knows what not all the, what the heck yeah, they, they are. They already know what all the foods are. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if you're up for a chaotic adventure, 
Yeah, was, I mean, this is a very good option. Yeah, but the the foods were all absolutely delicious. Oh, uh, it was good. Yeah, I, I couldn't find like, is there any that out of the top of your heads that you could recall like, like a critique? Uh, I will say this right when I was trying to make a a hero, <laughs> right? Because they had yeah. they had pita breads there, right? The pita oh, breads yeah. were like. In a different place. Mm-hmm. Vers- and then they had, uh, and then they had what I thought was the lamb, but it was like in a sausage form, right? Because they also had mm-hmm. like the 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 vegetables and stuff like that mm-hmm. for like a for like a hero. Mm-hmm. But then I had no idea that on the other side of that, and I don't know if that was a new thing, they actually had the shaved lamb stuff, right? Oh. So everything was sort of to make like if you wanted a hero sandwich. You were going like left and right. <laughs> uh, I I think I I'm guessing there's a particular reason for that layout because you know they've got their they they need to make sure that other stuff is kept. I think the term is called I think the term is halal. So so certain foods can't be intermingled with other foods. Uh, well, I thought, but I thought the whole place was halal. Uh, in in order to make sure that it stays halal, it's like, uh, um, I think certain foods, when they're in their serving trays, they can't be intermingled with other foods. Like you could put them on your plate altogether just fine, but if you're if they're being served, oh. they have to be in. I'd like to get educated on this because I have no idea. Yeah. I've had I had Muslim friends, you know, um, in college. Mm-hmm. Right, one of my best friends. In uh, in college, Hussein, you know, Berber Algerian, right? Yeah. Full on, you know, practice Muslim, and he taught me certain things. But these like little intricacies that we saw today like, yeah. over at over at this thing, like I, yeah, I have was, no idea. Because I I did okay. Recently, I watched a series of of uh, YouTube shorts that were done by this Islamic couple, and one of the things that that uh, she talked about it. And one of them, or kind of, did a skit about in one of them, yeah. was the struggle of going to fast food, because, uh, and and she was asking like, how are your French fries cooked? And she needed to make sure that the French fries were not cooked in the same oil as meat. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's I think other other religions like, I think the Jewish people have, uh, certain like ways yeah. to prepare yeah. their kosher. food yeah the it's kosher yes yeah. because i think there's something about how they are not allowed to mix yeah. dairy and meat they're not allowed to, yeah they're not allowed to mix dairy and meat and like all meat in order for it to be kosher it has to be blessed you yeah. know so, that's why a lot of like kosher meat like oh, yeah. delis and stuff like that have like a, a rabbi on <laughs> hand yeah and i i think hinduism has something similar because i i know that uh, people who who follow Hinduism are not allowed to eat beef, um, and there's other there's other religions where you can't eat pork or other certain meats. So I'm yeah. I'm guessing that the arrangement of the foods was just to make sure that everything stays halal because they're in these these warming pans to stay warm, and it yeah. could be that it's just could too be. close to be it's too close to cooking. Yeah, for them to be comfortable with them. Be that, be that as it may, it was good food, and I didn't really mind like trying to find. It was kind of because it you, was a brand new buffet. Edwin? That 
you you were happy that they had like three different types of rice. Oh jeez, they were they were giving like like Filipino restaurants and like Chinese restaurants a run for their money. <laughs> like I was just like, how many types of rice do you have? Like there was like one there with like like medjool dates in it, and then they had one yep. there with like those like resembled sort of like a fried rice of some sorts, right? And all of them were like laced with uh uh what do you call that saffron saffron yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. and and even, there were even types of rice that i was like this is like way too long grain yeah like, but i think it's a type of uh that's that's, money. yeah 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 but it was i was just like i was blown away for this place like i was talking to a buddy of mine after after we like the very next day because i told him that we were going to this marhaba grill he was wondering about it I told him the very next day, it's like, you got to go. <laughs> like, you want to yeah. be in a different, oh, yeah. if you want to be in a, like a whole different, and it's not like, like, you know, like dumbed down, you know, and like Americanized, you know, sort of like culture food, that sort of thing, you know, I would hey, go, Angela. Yes. go to Marhaba. I was just like, there's stuff there that I've never even seen before. <laughs> hey, so, Angela. Yeah. How was the spice level? Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. There, there, there were some dishes that had spice to them, and there, there was a sauce. I wish I could remember the name of the sauce, or I wish I, I wish I knew what the sauce was called. But the things that had spice in them were a beautiful spice level. So, like everything was very well seasoned on its own, but there was a a hot, kind of a hot sauce, mm. and other other sauces that were on the spicy side, and that was. A gorgeous level of hot, not like nice, not like burn your mouth to smithereens, but just like if if you add a tiny bit, you're definitely gonna feel it. Uh, and if you add a lot, if you if you love spicy, you can appreciate it. Like you you can add a lot and, and appreciate the spice level. The it it was. Uh, just, I don't I don't remember like which types of dishes had like a hint of spice to them it wasn't even noticeable like at first bite but after like like the third or fourth bite you start mm -hmm. to notice something mm -hmm. like yeah. oh ah and it was it was as you said beautiful yeah. Yeah. It was, i it, could handle it <laughs> that was yes <laughs> if me so. and edwin can handle it yeah, yeah. Most yeah. other people can, if you're, yeah. if you I, like. I do have that one thing. critique, just to think of it, though. Okay. I'm not quite sure, and I don't know if this is because they're new or whatever, you know. Plastic forks and spoons and styrofoam. Yeah, I, I think, uh. I think that, I think that's partly because they're new. They probably, they're, they're probably still budgeting for, uh, um. Permanent dishes, ceramic dishes. I, I hope so, because I wasn't too keen on the whole, like, how much styrofoam <laughs> they're putting in landfills type thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, despite the humid atmosphere, um, the whole entire restaurant itself was very plain. Yeah. yeah. And I, but and you I, don't go to this restaurant yeah. for the ambiance or whatever. No, you I mean, the, the tables, the tables and chairs kind of looked like, you know, like a church cafeteria, yeah. you know? type thing yeah and <laughs> type setup so yeah and like i said i'm i'm 
pretty sure it's it's fairly new, so they they're probably still working on building up their decor and and all of that. Yeah. So yeah. it could be that if they if they if they make it through their their uh, new restaurant phase, yep. they could gradually get to be a a very good looking restaurant too. It's- sure. I mean, if that's what they're going for, I mean, one of the things I one of the things that um, you know I noticed with like a lot of like mom and pop restaurants, mm-hmm. they're not going for like the nouveau type. You know, like, like the flair, modern flair. You know, like everything is looked like they're coming yeah. out of IKEA type. You know, it's not like that sort of thing. I mean, I mean, if that's the way they, because I get it. You know, like remember how long that table was when we were sitting at? Mm-hmm. You know, I get it. Yeah. Like if you have like a like a family, like a yeah. like a big Muslim family, like we're gonna go out to eat, like after you know after prayer type thing. Mm-hmm. You're gonna want that big table, yeah. You know, so I get it. It was just that. It was just that. It was like the most. The thing that was bothering me was just like just the styrofoam. There was a lot of styrofoam that was going on. I would, and just (laughs) just to furthermore into that whole uh, the simple kind of thing, you know, it's what they. It's what makes them them. Yeah, as as you've said. They usually their main target audience are those that are Muslim, but it's not like you have to be Muslim in order to eat there. Mm-mm. They're pretty friendly. I mean, it's I think it was pretty obvious that we were there just to try it out. <laughs> but but you, did you oh notice God, something? The service? Oh, the service is great. The service. That the, dude. The guy that uh, served us the mango. Juice. Oh, oh my geez. gosh! What was that all about? Um. <laughs> yeah, so I was just about to say the service there is just very like past friendly. It's like yeah. as if you were family. Yeah, yeah. you were friend. Even the cashier when uh, she poor thing was busy. Uh, um, she she issued everyone. She uh named everyone there like a brother or sister. Yeah, and I thought that was that felt nice. Did you notice that, really nice. that we weren't the only like. Stand non-Muslim there. Yeah, because there was like an American couple or whatever that was also yeah. sitting. Like I think it was like, like um, not too far away from us. Yeah, but we you could tell like like before sundown. Here comes like you know I guess like the you know like you could tell who was non-Muslim because before sundown we we're like the only ones in the room. But after sundown, it was a whole different clientele. <laughs> that yeah. Was, um and maybe they're i mean the traffic might be different yeah off off ramadan um but i'll i don't know i definitely will will come I, back i want to go back like, yeah this it, is one of those restaurants that yeah definitely like this has been missing for quite a while especially when <clears throat> when uh istanbul um they stopped doing their we can no longer like partake in their like lunch buffet because <laughs> it's yeah. like during the day, right? Yeah. There wasn't many places where, in terms of a buffet style, like like Mediterranean restaurant, mm-hmm. this is like my new digs in terms of like if I want Mediterranean, you know, and I don't feel like eating at Dino's Heroes or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Then this is a place to go. Like this is truly like one of the places to go. It's, right. yeah. yeah. So okay. Unfortunately, we can't 
we can't give you the names of any other foods, but let's give you <laughs> let's give you what 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 uh, we rolled for our dinner check. Uh, Edwin, how would you rate this? I rate this as an eighteen. All right, eighteen. Man. That's quite high for this. Quite high for my t- my standing, Jess. Yes, I'll admit yes. That. But Polly can eat baklava. That's it. Oh, that's it. Right, bam. on that. <laughs> bam. Oh, sorry. Yes. How um, you rate it? For me, I would have to agree with Edwin and give it an eighteen. If you set aside the parking and yeah. just um, this the the humidity uh, in it, mm-hmm. it would have scored a perfect twenty for me. But since but the food, I don't know what I ate, but all that I ate was so, like, cooked to perfection. Mm-hmm. It was very aromatic. The mango juice, oh jeez, um, <laughs> and the bak. And I like they have more than just baklava. They have they had other desserts that I was like I never seen before. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think that this is would be a perfect restaurant if you want to try something new. And just dive headfirst. Yeah. Yeah. There. I, yeah. Did Did Jeff have a score for it, or just he was happy to eat it? I I, I think he's happy. <laughs> okay. Um. I I'm also going to give it an 18. I I think if if I if they'd had labels on things, so I could tell what I ate, yeah. so I could have a, so I would recognize what the things that I want to eat again. I would have given it a 19, but I I gotta ding it to an I gotta ding it down to 18. So, but yeah, solid 18s for Marhaba. Yes. All right, Pam, where are we going next time? Oh, wow. Okay. So the next restaurant that we're going to try is Calzada. And if you have been listening to our other podcast called Hala Hala Hangout, it is the brand new Filipino restaurant that opened up in St. Paul. Yes. And we are, we are excited to try that. And I just looked at the menu. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm really excited. So yeah, and so yeah, we will try some yummy Filipino food. Mm. Hopefully, yum. Next yummy. episode. Sweet. All right. So last thing we've got for you today in this episode is a story. Now we present the hilarious story of their further adventures. Hey, we're going back to Evron one more time. I think we've got just one one more story left to finish up this escapade. But if you'll remember, the crew in Eberron has just discovered that even though they made all their efforts to stop this gang war, the people up in Sharn are marching anyway to to the cogs where the new uh, where the new group has settled. Well, they needed to stop this. So they made a plan. And they got moving. The party split, which most of the time you don't want to split the party, but they had to. They had no other other choice. And one group went to find their way to the the uh, airship ports. They needed to they need to uh, they needed to acquire a means of getting out of town as fast as they possibly can. The other needed to find the source of this 
energy, this greed. They needed to find that aspect of greed that called himself perfection. So one group went immediately to the docks. The other rushed to try to find where greed might be and to acquire other necessities. Well, the team that went to get the airship, they went to the, they went to the air, they stumble on the words. They went to the docks and, and they had to sneak because they knew that if they were caught, they would be in huge trouble. They would not be allowed to leave, but they get there and they managed to sneak their way through the crowds, through the docks and through the buildings and they found it they found an incredibly fast looking airship called the Thunderbolt and they snuck aboard completely unseen and they managed to snag this and uh, Valen Valen managed to communicate with the ship or rather the elemental that powered the ship. While Riley uh, transferred an enchantment to to uh, make it self-piloting, essentially, Valen talked to this elemental and convinced, convinced it that he was the rightful pi- pilot, the rightful captain of this ship, that he was worth piloting this ship and the ele- elemental believed him and bonded with him. As so, Valen, who otherwise would have had no chance of piloting, piloting this ship, became the pilot, and they went on a little bit of a joyride. Meanwhile, the other team started sneaking their way to... Sorry, I'm trying to recall the name. The Boromar clan. They, 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 no, Boromar was where they were. They found their way to the source of the, the greed energy. And they, they found themselves at House Lyrandar. Basically the headquarters of House Lyrandar. Where all the machinery of the city gets invented and made where their former friend Anemone would have lived. She was not there at the time, fortunately. And as they approached, they decided to approach the house as as quietly as they could. And they stumbled. There was a mass of war forged in the yard ahead of them. And every single one of those Warforged turned to look at them. And they had to make their way through the mass to the house. Well, they got stuck in the middle of them. And this is when when Valen, with his airship, flew overhead, getting, getting to the place where they agreed they needed to meet up. And he saw them and brought the airship down and joined the fray. And the team was reunited once again, 
and split once again. So those who were more inclined to fight stayed to fight the Warforged and create a huge brouhaha to distract everybody else to allow another team to sneak in. Well, the team that decided to sneak into House Lyrandar, they managed to make their way in stealthily. But the moment they opened the door, Leonas, with all his good intention, bellowed out for the entire house to hear. Come out, Greed. We are here to take you away and seal you away forever. And thus, a new round of trouble began. Oh, fun. (laughs) Oh, gosh. It was just, it was, that was a funny moment in the game, actually. (laughs) Um, (laughs) the, The player for Leonis... He, he often plays Leonis as being a little, um, a, a, a little lacking in judgment and impulsive uh, and forgetful because that's one of the diseases that he took on. Uh, so here he's just like, like, I'm going to yell with my thousand voices like, we're here to take you on. <laughs> like, oh no, they were on Team Sneak and he just left. He just yells out, come and get us. That's not good. That's like what my character would do. Oh, There's, there's yeah. always that one character that just doesn't know what stealth is. Yeah. Oh, it, uh, we, we all laughed so hard. <laughs> but so, oh. yeah. And Pepper was... Keep in mind, in this, in this time frame, Pepper is still blind as can be. Is she still dealing with the the uh, the magic burn? And so she's she was actually clinging. By the way, I don't know if I mentioned this, but Dagon is back. He's alive, yay! Uh, he's back, and she can't see anything, and they're having to hurry. So she's just basically doing the Yoda thing. She's being his backpack. <laughs> <laughs> oh bother! Yeah. So, carrying around person. Yeah, it, that's it, not fun. <laughs> well, Dagon is a massive yeah. half orc, so he's he's got a lot of strength fine. and he's got muscle. Yeah, and Pepper's a halfling and she, she doesn't weigh much, so yeah. But yeah, it, it was. Yeah. Oh gosh, wait till you hear. Wait until you hear what happened at the next session. <laughs> the adventure begins. Or <laughs> continues. Anyway. Uh, thanks again, everybody, for listening to episode 70. Uh, we're happy you were able to join us and happy that you've stuck with us so long. Uh, my name is Angela. You can find me on the Twitter sphere at Pleasant Doom. My name is Pam. You can also find me on Twitter at PandaCatDragon1. You can also check out the Instagram at PandaCatDragon. And you can find me at TCitiesEdwin on the Twitter. And you can also find me at DIYEdwin. If you want to see some of those uh, pictures at uh, Instagram, uh, yeah, the pictures of the new tank, it's uh, on Instagram. Uh, yeah, you can also uh, contact us directly through DungeonTimers at gmail.com or go to the website LegendCreators at, or, sorry, LegendCreators.com. Yes. We also still have the Facebook page of Le- for Legend Creators, uh, and we would love to hear you. So, uh, yeah, leave us a comment like things subscribe things what 
Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, Smash that like button. Do we have a <laughs> I don't know if we've had a I don't know. But again, thanks everybody for listening to Dungeons, Dining, and Doors. Okay. <laughs>